around the globe. It's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. Let's buckle up as the show begins. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Well, we love hearing that, and welcome back indeed to America's number one travel radio show, everyone. Thank you, Craig. If you're just tuning in, and, you know, we're sorry if you missed hour one. Uh, there was a busy 60 minutes that just happened. However, as we roll into hour two on this April 15th, it is just after 11 a.m. Eastern time. And we're going to begin these next 60 minutes of the show with our always popular National Communal Forum. So now for 160 weeks, that number just keeps rolling along, Mary. It just it keeps does. adding up. <laughs> well, we've been deploying our national network in reverse fashion. We do it to get real-time reports from locals on an array of topics that you likely are not going to hear elsewhere. Plus, it's our way to consistently engage the now 510 weekly affiliates uh, that air the show across the USA, and we are so thankful for, and spotlight the various communities that are linked to the program across the nation. So, Mary, who's on top? Who's counting, Robert? You are. I keep track of weeks. every station. They're all all right, let's welcome and bring in Jeff Rayford, General Manager with our affiliate AM970 and FM105.3 WVOP in Vidalia, Georgia. That's the Savannah DMA. We have Hank Stoll's morning host affiliate AM830 WCRN Radio in Westboro, Massachusetts. They are just to the west of Boston. And John Steigerwald, show host from our Pittsburgh affiliate AM1250 and FM92.5 WPGP Radio. Well, hello to each one of you today. Uh, welcome. Hey, well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us on. Well, uh, thank you very much. Jeff, listen, I'm going to start with you. We know the 46th uh, Vidalia Onion Festival is coming up this week, April 20th to 23rd. And, folks, if you don't know, it's a mix of concerts, carnival, fireworks, arts and crafts, and, of course, onions. Uh, it draws a lot of people to the area. But, Jeff, I want to talk to you about something else that might be drawing folks to your state. Our home okay. city of New York is far from what it was when Rudy Giuliani was mayor, sadly, you know, like many other large liberal-run cities in our country. New York is in decline. We've got high taxes, crime, out-of-touch government leaders, and more. This week, it was reported nearly one-third of New Yorkers want to leave. More than 25,000 have left for Florida alone in 2022 and first quarter of 2023. Others are leaving for Tennessee, Virginia, North and South Carolina. So I'm curious if you're also seeing an influx of people moving to your state there in Georgia. And if yes, how's it impacting your community? We do. We have had some people moving into the state, but now we're a very rural part of southeast Georgia where we are. Uh, so we haven't seen, I guess, a big boom in uh, people moving in here, but there has been a few for sure. Well, but it could be uh, impacting other parts of your state, and thus you as a citizen of Georgia, it's impacting you, yes? Yes, it is. Absolutely. All right, well, all right, so Vidalia Onion Festival, are you ready? Sure, absolutely. The weather seems like it's going to be perfect this week. We've got a Huge festival on tap. We've got some concerts all week. Uh, we've got Arts and Crafts Festival. We've got uh, Onion Run going on this week, Onion Eating Contest. If somebody feels brave, they can see how many oh onions they can down in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. That might be worse than the Coney Island hot dog eating contest. <laughs> yeah, you know, folks, just, just go check out. I think it's right. uh, Vidalia Onion Festival. You'll, you'll just can check that out and see all that goes on. And if you're in the area, we've got many stations down there. Uh, go give them, go enjoy and let us know how it goes. All right. Let's head to the greater Boston area. Hank, I want to ask you about the marathon that's coming up on Monday. But before I ask you that, I have to ask you if you've had the same kind of hot summer record-breaking weather that we had in the New York area this week. 
<laughs> yeah, we just came through two days that got us into the upper 80s. It was a lot more like summer than, than like spring. But we cooled off overnight, and we're enjoying a great day in the 60s today. Same, exact same thing here. But you know what? It, the good news is I think it's good enough to jumpstart some travel ideas for summer weather right. when we get it in April. But anyway, all right, so the Boston Marathon is happening this Monday, April 17th. It is the 10-year anniversary of the bombing this year. Hard to believe it's been 10 years. Um, you do have 30,000 athletes. I saw roughly coming from more than 100 countries for this marathon. How big an impact does it have on the greater area? Oh, well, it has a huge impact. But, you know, when Mary, what you just touched on, today is actually the 10th anniversary of the, the Boston Marathon bombing. It was April 15th in, in 2013 that it, that it happened. Uh, as a matter of fact, a couple of, of the ball players, uh, Ryan Dempster, who was on the mound that day on Patriots Day, which is Monday we celebrate Patriots Day in Massachusetts, uh, 11 a.m. start. He was on the mound that day for the uh, for the Red Sox. He's going to be running the marathon, as is Brock Holt from that team, and the Grand Marshal will be Big Poppy. And when you talk about the impact that it has, people coming back for this 10-year anniversary of that team – of David Ortiz and his incredible speech, uh, part of which I cannot repeat on the air, where he said, this is our city, uh, and stay strong. And, of course, all the Boston Strong T-shirts. I think we're going to see a larger-than-normal crowd this year. And, and Hank, I would thank you for not saying that on air because we want to keep all those stations we have around the U.S. (laughs) Hank knows. exactly. All right, so we have, if you guys were listening at Hour 1, we have Rudy over in Thailand today. He's headed back to the U.S. So, Rudy, I know you want to connect with Pittsburgh, and you want to talk to John. Ah, well, the Steel City. Uh, Hey. John, you've got uh, about 450 bridges, uh, and the way those rivers come together in the middle of the city is very unique. I'm an old newspaper guy, and Pittsburgh had the first newspaper west of the Alleghenies, the first oil well in the country, which I didn't know until uh, uh, Robert told me. It was drilled in Pittsburgh back in the 1800s. And uh, something near and dear to all of us, the world's first commercial radio station began broadcasting in Pittsburgh um, yep. way back then, I used too. To work for it. Uh, you did? In 1920? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You did? No, you did not. Uh, compared to other areas of Pennsylvania, uh, You've, you've got comparably cheaper housing, I understand, and there's ample green space, uh, which, of course, attracts travelers as well as residents. What do you most yeah. enjoy about living in Pittsburgh? Well, I've lived here all my life, and um, I know it's kind of trivial and a cliche to say it, but it, it's about the people. Here's the thing about Pittsburgh that, you know, if you, if you ride through it or if you land here for a, a trip and you spend a couple of days or if you visit somebody for a week or so, that's you're going to see beautiful sights and and uh but the thing that that stands out to me and may i think to most people who live here even if they may not be aware of it is that and i think this is still true that in allegheny it's just limited to allegheny county which is where pittsburgh is or or all of western PA, multi-counties but um there i don't think there's any place in america where there are more people living there who have always lived there um, people who the people you run into in Pittsburgh, or more more accurately, Western Pennsylvania, if you run into somebody who lives here, chances are they've always lived here. Uh, whereas if you know if you go to a place like uh, Tampa, Florida, or Phoenix, Arizona, where people have moved to get out of the weather, people move out of Pittsburgh. There's no question about that, and a lot of them move for the weather. But the thing is, the thing that's most special about Pittsburgh to me has always been that if you run into somebody here. 
And if you get to know somebody here, you're, ha- you're going to have a lot of things in common because you are, can be pretty sure that they have the same memories, the same um, well, the same feelings about the area that you do. Because they've John, always been here. I, I, we agree with you on that. And by the way, it's a great place. So listen, we have covered today Vidalia Onion Festival with Jeff. We've got Boston Marathon. Uh, always a good time to visit Pittsburgh. I, as the uh, Sicilian on the show, I would say you've got some unbelievable Italian restaurants there as well to go enjoy. So, guys, thank you very much for joining us today. It goes by quickly. Appreciate a little snapshot of your areas. Folks, after this quick sponsor's break, well, it's our personal connection, and we're going to introduce you to someone who is absolutely 100% the real deal. What am I saying? Stick with us. You're going to find out after the break. We're back in three minutes, so hang with us. A lot to go today. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Have you tried the innovative Helix Sleep Mattress yet? Well, they have over 12,000 five-star reviews and nothing beats a great night's sleep, the kind you get with Helix. Helix offers customized mattresses that fit your sleep needs because they know everyone is unique. They deliver right to your door free of charge, and you can try them out in your home for 100 nights. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders right now. Their best offer yet. Go to helixsleep.com slash carry or visit armworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. With Helix, better sleep starts now. A warm welcome to North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites and ample free time in all their destinations. Colette tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and a lot more. They take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book your travel. Or as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Inflation is everywhere. We see it at the pump, the grocery store, heck, even going out on date night. That's why we recommend using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, you can worry less about inflation because you get cash back on every purchase. To get started, download the free Upside app. Use our promo code CARRY25 and get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank of gas. That's 25 cents or more back for every gallon using promo code CARRY25 or find a link at armworldtravel.com. Oceans take you to countries, but rivers take you through them, right to the heart of where grand cities were born. Immerse yourself in the culture and cuisine of these cities and explore river cruising with AMA Waterways. On cruises to Europe or the Nile River, you can choose a complimentary land package pre- or post-cruise. Each land package includes stays at world-class hotels, guided excursions, daily breakfasts, cruise managers throughout your journey, and more. Just contact your preferred travel advisor or visit amawaterways.com, or you can always find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. rmworldtravel.com is your place for show archives, travel news, sponsor links, and so much more. You can also connect with Robert and Mary and the RM World Travel Show team. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. As we move down the alphabet on this April 15th live broadcast, we are moving on from the NCF last segment to now the PC. And this segment of our award-winning national program is sponsored by travelguard.com. Sometimes when we travel, things can happen that we don't necessarily expect. And today's world travel insurance is important for a successful trip. 
trip. Yes, it covers missed or canceled flights, but it also covers a lot more than that. So don't take your chances or put your investment or well-being at risk. Travelguard.com slash carry is affordable, and you'll thank us if you have to use it. Yeah, you certainly are going to thank us. Whether your next adventure is a long or a short getaway, it's international or domestic, some of the things that it's going to cover for you, well, it includes trip cancellation, interruptions and delays, medical expenses and evacuations. There's translation services, passport or ticket replacement, lost or delayed baggage. You've got flight or hotel rebooking options, prescription replacement, roadside assistance, and I would say the most important thing, you're going to have somebody available to you 24-7. Go get the coverage you should have at TravelGuard.com slash carry. You'll also find a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right. For today's personal connection, we're going to talk skydiving. Amy Shemalecki is about to join us today from France on the show hotline. Amy's a member of the Red Bull Air Force. She has multiple world records and titles to her name, and she's a professional skydiver and U.S. aerial expert. Well, it's nice to have you aboard with us today, Amy. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Well, we appreciate you joining us today. I know you're joining us from France, so we're all over the place. All right, I want to begin with the Red Bull Air Force. I am sure folks listening, you know, they've seen you and the team perform, whether it's at an air show or maybe an NFL game, NASCAR race, or some other event. This is an elite group, Amy, as you know. I believe there are eight members of the team, if I have that correct. But you're the first and only female. That's a big deal. So talk about your love and pride for this team. Wow. Yeah. I, I really, it's one of the, it's actually the pinnacle of my career. And when they asked me, I really, I was so speechless at the time. It's such a wonderful team and they're all my brothers. You're, you're correct. There are eight people on the team and I am the only woman. Um, and all the members are, are like brothers to me. They pick on me constantly. <laughs> all in fun. Yeah, they support me. Yeah. <laughs> We get to do a lot of really amazing things together all over the world. Um, we all just live for skydiving. We love it so much. So it's a, it's a great job and a great company to work for. Well, congratulations, um, A, on being part of the Thank team you. as an accomplished skydiver, but also uh, representing women as the only female on that team. So, Amy, with more than 20,000 jumps, I believe I read under your belt, give or take, when did you know that this was what you wanted to do for your career? And I do want to give you also an opportunity to talk a little bit about Project 19 for our listeners. Sure, sure. So I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do when I grow up. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. I still feel like, gosh, <laughs> I should get a job one of these days. <laughs> um, I kind of, it crept up on me. I, I started skydiving when I was 18. I fell in love with it instantly. I instantly knew it was going to be something that would be part of my life mm -hmm. and versus something I would just do one time. But I didn't think it would be my career and slowly over the years, as I got more experience under my belt, it, people started asking me to coach them or offering me sponsorships. And once I got a taste for that, I started hustling. I started mm. kind of working it and marketing myself and trying to make it my career. That happened, maybe I was 24 years old when that happened. And it, it slowly became my source of income and it grew better and better over the years as a career. And then one of these projects or things that you're working on is called Project 19. I did hear that you broke some records last November, but you've still got some big goals with it. So just give us a little highlight of what that is. Project 19 is a women's world record where we're all head down. So it's a vertical world record where it's kind of like we're doing headstands, but 
take us from the ground up to 19,000 feet. And we are all on our heads and we fly together um, and join hands. So I'm very passionate about records because they're kind of this physical marker of the sports evolution. And that personally really excites me. But what was so special about this record in particular was that it had a bigger cause. It had a greater mission. And that was really to celebrate the centennial of the 19th Amendment. That's where women got the right to vote in the Mm -hmm. United States. And our original goal was to do 100 women together. That would be a world record up from the last one we did was 65 in celebration of the 100-year anniversary of when women got the right to vote. And that was supposed to happen in 2020, but uh, COVID happened instead. (laughs) Just a little bit of an issue to delay it, no question. Yeah, so we delayed it, and we did it um, last November. And we didn't end up walking away with the 100-way, but what we did walk away with was so much bigger. We all learned so much, including myself. You know, after 28 years of skydiving, I almost had this sense that I was done learning. Now I was just performing or using the skills that I had, but I I learned so much during this event. It was so special for me and all the women involved. It was wonderful. Well, I can hear that. You know, it it makes me think of something. So Mary and I have a member of our team who's worked with us, frankly, since 1999. She's the longest tenured person with us. And, you know, for her 65th birthday, I think it was her 65th birthday. It was 65th, yeah. She fulfilled a lifelong goal of jumping out of an airplane and skydiving, which, you know, (laughs) she she still talks about. So it makes me think as you're talking about that. But, you know, you travel frequently for performances, Amy, you know, but people also are traveling to come see you and the Red Bull Air Force team perform. Travel, we all know, opens up the way to meet interesting people. I'm sure, without question, that your travels have inspired some people to try the sport. Share what inspires you when you're performing, traveling the world and meeting people. I'd enjoy hearing about that since you're in our personal connection segment today. So the first thing that came to my mind when you asked me that question is, When people decide to do it, even though odds are stacked against them, and generally it's a financial situation, skydiving is really expensive. So a lot of times it's just people that have money and are able to afford it. But there are ways around that. Um, You have to kind of navigate through it and take the skills that you have and the abilities that you do have and figure out a way to make that work for yourself. I have a good friend of mine. She has three kids. She's always wanted to skydive. They don't have much money, but she figured out a way to work at the skydiving facility. And if she worked there long enough, she would able she would be able to get her skydiving license really inexpensive. And they made it happen, you know, and as a family, they made her dream happen. And recently, she just learned how to skydive. That was really mm-hmm really inspiring me. I mean, Mm. women tell the world, excuse me, the world tells women that, especially mothers, that they shouldn't skydive or that if you don't have enough money, you shouldn't skydive. You need, there's other things you could take, should take care of. But what she showed me and her kids and the world is that you can do the things you love and still take care of yourself and your family. And I, that to me was just So, I mean, it blows my mind how brave she was. So I love that story. And building upon that, for anyone who's listening to us right now, whether it's a a woman, a man, whoever's listening. A young kid. Yeah, or even like a a young kid maybe listening to the the show in the car right now, and they want to try skydiving. What would you say to them for the first time? 
So I think that if you want to try, but you have all this other noise in your head telling you not to, if you really, truly, if there's something in your head that's like, oh, man, I want to try that one day, just go and try it. You won't regret it. It's so wonderful and so special. I I don't think everyone has to do it. If you're like my mom (laughs) and say, I will never, ever skydive, like I am not skydiving. That's okay. You don't have to. But if there's that little part of you inside, just go and do it. All right. And real quick, last question, real quickly though, favorite, favorite destination in the world to skydive, whether it's for the view or the extra adrenaline. It's either New York City, because I was really lucky to jump there once, or maybe someplace like Alaska, just in the middle of nowhere in the mountains. Just in there, that will. Mm-hmm. And it's I a fun. I, I, I love when you <laughs> share okay. it. By the way, over yeah. 20,000 jumps by you and your yeah. mom will try it once, so no, that's interesting. That's okay. But She's that's entitled. A, that's a story yeah. for another time, and we all know how our parents are with all of us, so it doesn't matter our ages. <laughs> uh, listen, Amy, very nice to connect with you today. We really appreciate that. I know you've got a busy weekend there in France. Uh, your passion for what you do certainly has come through loud and clear and uh, we appreciate you giving us a little bit of your time okay thank you my pleasure thank you guys yeah take care amy thank you guys enjoy the rest of the day you too bye bye all right, Mary, there goes Amy. Uh, 28 years and 20,000 or so jumps, give or take. Wow. <laughs> and so, folks, Incredible. listen, the, the next time you're out and you see the Red Bull Air Force, whether yeah. it's a set, an air show or any other event, you know, look for Amy because she'll be there uh, and her team. going strong. Yep. Up to 25, 30, whatever it is. Yeah. All right, as we pause for a few important sponsor messages and the bottom of the hour break, up next, we're going to discover America. And how are we going to do it? We're going to do it through Disney. And with that said, before Bobby shuts off our mics, if you've actually enjoyed skydiving or you're interested in skydiving, go to our website, rmworldtravel.com, vote in those latest polls we talked about today, and send us an email and share your thoughts with us. We'll be right back, everyone. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back, and you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. A warm welcome to North America's longest-running tour operator, Colette. This family-owned company offers tours across all seven continents with expertly planned trips that blend must-see sites and ample free time in all their destinations. Colette tours include a tour manager, terrific accommodations, great meals, transportation, and a lot more. They take care of all the details for you, making Colette a travel company you can trust. Visit Colette.com for more info and to book your travel. Or as always, you can find a direct link at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under Sponsors. Are you prepared for the unexpected? Well, when it comes to your out-of-warranty vehicle, it's only a matter of time before it's going to be in the shop costing you thousands. Be prepared like us with carshield.com slash carry. They offer protection plans to fit every budget, and it includes 24-7 roadside assistance, courtesy towing, and a rental car. Call 1-800-451-7776 now to save 20% on your plan, and you'll always be prepared for the unexpected. You can also go to carshield.com slash carry to save 20%. That's carshield.com slash carry, or visit rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Sometimes we all need a vacation, a celebration to bring us together now. America's number one travel radio show. 
Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Well, how do you follow up a segment featuring skydiving on a program that talks everything and anything in the world of travel? For today's H-Block and our Discover America segment of the show, we're going to do it with Disney. But first, we're sponsored by Colette. Take off for a tour with Colette, the best thing guided travel since 1918. Choose from tours across all seven continents, and Colette makes travel easier for you because all the details are taken care of no matter where you go. Every tour includes a tour manager, accommodations, transportation, great meals, and more, all making Colette a company travelers can really trust. These expertly planned trips blend must-see sites, local experiences, plus ample free time, and we're talking places like Italy, Africa, Australia, the U.S., Canada, the Caribbean, and so much more. Join us, visit Colette.com for more information and specials. You can book your travel there as well, or you can always find a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. And now we're headed back to that show hotline as Sumner Nesbitt is holding for us. He's going to help us discover America through the eyes of Disney. Well, it is purportedly the happiest place on Earth. Mary, nice to connect with you this morning to Discover America. Sumner, welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Well, nice to have you aboard. All right, so Disney, in many ways, you think about it, encapsulates the ideals and dreams that really have fueled America. And when you look back over the past hundred years, when Walt Disney arrived in California from Missouri with his Alice's Wonderland cartoon, what's been built has certainly impacted and shaped the world of travel, as well as so many areas of our society, and really helped create a side of America that never existed before. Any thoughts on that, Sumner? Yeah, absolutely. You know, when you talk about American history and you talk about Disney, I mean, a lot of it does go hand in hand. Uh, you know, so much of Disney has shaped our culture and our interests, too, as just as, as a society. But, you know, Walt started here in the middle of America. And, you know, his experience in that small town, Marceline, um, you know, environment, living on a farm, seeing this kind of community of people get together uh, to help each other out and just kind of see how people live that way. That really did shape his way um, for his business model when he started his company out in California. So in a way, that kind of small town American idea really did, you know, last up until his California days. And, you know, essentially he built his company kind of surrounding that American ideology. Sure. So, you know, so many towns and cities, I think of America across the U.S. is is Main Street, and he certainly brought Main Street USA to Walt Disney World in Orlando. So I know you've personally worked on Main Street USA, Sumner, so why don't you share what you have seen firsthand that sort of blends Disney and America? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when uh, Walt Disney built Disneyland in 1955, you know, each of these lands really represented a different interest of Walt's personal interest. So you have Tomorrowland, it shapes his interest in technology in the future. You have Fantasyland, it shapes his interest in storytelling and characters. Adventureland, his interest in nature and animals. But then Main Street really represents his interest in American culture and uh, that kind of nostalgic feeling that he had. So when you go into any Disney park, you enter and exit through Main Street USA or an equivalent of it. But you enter and exit through Main Street USA, and that's really to get the guest's mindset into that kind of small-town you know, feeling, that kind of nostalgic quality that Walt wanted everybody to have. And you know, he built Main Street uh, in many ways as a representation of his own hometown here in Marceline. And so you know, it's really a way to get everybody on a level playing field. You know, when they go into a park, everybody kind of has that same idea of, you know, this is the life that we have. We, we're, we're living in this kind of fantasy environment, but at the same time, it's very homey. It's very, you know, comforting, and it's kind of this communal atmosphere that you're experiencing with the other guests in the park. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Great way to describe it. All right, so if we, if we look at where we are right now, you know, 2023 represents the 100th anniversary of the Disney Company. Walt Disney World in Orlando just finished celebrating its 50th anniversary at the end of March. Disneyland in Anaheim is going to turn 70 in three years. You're part of the Walt Disney Hometown Museum in Marceline, Missouri. I, I want you to share, if you will, you know, maybe some of the things that you're offering at your location that will allow our listeners tuned in across the country to come discover more about America and Disney. Yes, for, uh, for sure. So, you know, obviously we're going into the, the, the Disney 100 celebration here. And uh, one of the things that we're going to be doing here uh, in Marceline is on June 3rd, uh, we're actually going to be having a, uh, an event here. It's called Walt Disney's Marceline. There's actually going to be a few different factions uh, to this day, but really it all surrounds uh, the dedication of a clock. So Citizens Watch, uh, they're the official timekeeper of Disney. And so if you go to any Disney park around the world, uh, any of the clocks there are citizen-branded clocks. So Citizen is actually going to be donating one of those clocks to the Walt Disney Hometown Museum. And so the entire event is based on this idea of this wonder of time. So it's the idea is we're celebrating a moment in time, the, the, the Disney 100 celebration um, all of that kind of started here in Marceline. Even though Walt built his company in California, uh, his inspiration started here. So the idea is kind of bringing that time back to Marceline and to have this dedicated ceremony. So we're having this clock dedication, but in addition to that, there's going to be a whole street fair happening uh, up and down Main Street, USA, and then the adjoining uh, E.P. Uh, e. Ripley Park here in Marceline. Uh, we're going to have global and local vendors. Uh, we're going to have uh, Disney is bringing D23 guests in. Uh, that's the official Disney fan club. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then there's going to be a VIP ticketed event out at the Walt Disney Family Farm. So that's the actual farm. Well, well Sumner, oh, listen, there's a, lot, there's a lot going on there. And when you think about it, no doubt that Walt Disney is one of America's greatest. Our nation, as well as the world of travel, would be a very different place without his incredible achievements. So thanks for helping us discover a little bit more about America today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Thanks. Bye. All right. Well, Mary, if you think about all that Disney does, I know theme parks, hotels, cruise ships, the Broadway theater production, tours, television, ESPN, I mean, movies, uh, consumer products, all the toys. I mean, they outsource management training. I mean, I could go on and on. The company certainly has had a major impact on travel. But right now we got to get ready for a sponsors break and have Bobby reconnect with Ray over there in Thailand. That's right, hopefully. All right, coming up next, Amtrak's Mark Magliari will check in. Also still ahead in the J Block, Robert and I are going to delve into World Food Travel Day. That's coming up on Tuesday this week. Stay with us, everyone. The show returns in three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show as we cover everything and anything in the world of travel by following us at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, Robert here with an exciting travel opportunity for you. For the first time ever, we've agreed to have some of our show fans travel with us. As this July, up to 20 of you from across the USA can join Mary and me in Europe and come be a part of our big Let's Go America Tour Portugal on the enticing Douro, July 22nd through 29th. Or another 20 show fans can travel with Rudy during the same time on the romantic Danube, July 24th through the 31st. We'll also be broadcasting the show live from both River Cruise ships on July 29th. And listen, I'm a Waterways. They're offering terrific extras, but you must book now to get three days pre-cruise in Lisbon or Prague with five-star accommodations and daily breakfast for free. That's a $1,400 value. All gratuities will be paid. You'll get a free one-category stateroom upgrade that's worth $1,000, free city tours with local expert guides, plus free transfers and portage service between the hotel and river cruise. Jump on this now if you want to join us before all the slots are filled. You'll find info on our website, rmworldtravel.com. Just click on the special July Ama Waterways River Cruise in blue at the top and come join us in Portugal or on the Danube, and we're looking forward to you being part of it. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. 
Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you five grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, analysts, consumer access.org, number 
We've talked about upcoming improvements along the Northeast Corridor between Boston and D.C., about new lines in California and Florida, but there's an unusual plan afoot that I hadn't heard of until I met Mark Maglieri. He's with us now. He's a senior public relations manager and spokesman with Amtrak, and he joins to describe a union between a possible union between Amtrak and the Southern Rail Commission. Mark, welcome to the show. First of all, what is the Southern Rail Commission? Never heard of it. Rudy, the Southern Rail Commission was created by Congress many years ago under a different name, and what they are is a an organization that represents three states: Alabama, Mississippi and Louisiana, and we're working with them to start new service along the Gulf Coast and elsewhere in that part of the country where the Amtrak network needs to be a lot denser. Well, is there an existing track, and is there some sort of piecemeal service there now? Well, right now we have a service in New Orleans that comes in daily from Chicago and daily mm -hmm. from New York and three times a week that goes from New Orleans to the West Coast. What we're talking about here is daily service. We hope to start by the end of this year, twice daily, between New Orleans and Mobile. Next in line behind that is daily service multiple times a day between New Orleans and Baton Rouge. And at the same time, we're talking about adding service that comes through Mississippi and takes the swing not just to New Orleans, but also to Dallas and Fort Worth. That's a little further down the line, but the Southern Rail Commission is our partner for all of those ideas. And do, do, is there some fi financing to begin this, or, or not to begin it, but to continue this and or and 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 build it large, build it build it more robustly? Certainly, the, there's existing funding even before the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act for the Gulf Coast. That is the Mobile New Orleans service. Okay. The new funding that's out there would be for the Baton Rouge New Orleans or for this I-20 corridor, which in the end would create a, a line that runs daily from New York and Atlanta to Texas. That's and pretty exciting for us. And I presume the track exists, right? I mean, we're not we're not starting from scratch here. Oh, no, we're taking existing track and, and making it work well for both freight and passenger service. The mm -hmm. funding that's out there from the bill passed by Congress has money to make that happen. We want to add passenger service all over the country, more than 160 places in the plan we announced back in 2021. And this funding that's come from Congress is since we came up with that idea. So we'd like to take a little credit for making a more robust Amtrak network that you, you would find remarkable uh, should we be able to execute all this? <laughs> I didn't mean to say unremarkable in too serious a way, but you know what I'm saying. Um, yes, sir. Well, we we agree. The network, if you look at the map from when we started 50 years ago in 1970 to what it is today, has mm -hmm. not kept pace with growth in many parts of the country, especially the South. Right. Can you give me 40 seconds on the new night owl fares on Amtrak? Well, golly Moses, uh, if, if you like traveling overnight and sleeping in your seat, and we have plenty of people who do that all over the country, we now have a discount night owl fare, and that information is available on Amtrak.com. And some of the fares are in the single digits to travel uh, oh distances like Boston and New York. Oh, my goodness. Well, Mark, thank you for... Uh Thanks for telling us about that. Mark uh, Maglieri is a senior public relations manager with Amtrak. We reached him in Chicago. Mark, thanks for the word. I'm happy to join you anytime you'd like, Rudy. Appreciate it. And we'll be right back. Join the Travel Trio by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back.
Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. You know, as our announcer Craig just said, you can stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. So when we're off air, be sure to check us out there. Vote in our latest travel polls that we've talked about a few times today on the show and send us any of your travel questions or comments that you may have. For this J-Block, well, World Food Travel Day is coming this Tuesday. That's going to be our focus and we're sponsored by HelloFresh.com slash Carrie. Spend more time in the sunshine and less time in the kitchen when you join HelloFresh.com slash Carrie. This service delivers farm-fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and foolproof recipes right to your door. Ours just arrived on Thursday. This is all going to save you, of course, extra trips to the grocery store. And you're going to be able to get dinner on the table faster than ever with our quick and easy recipes, especially the fast and fresh options that are ready in just 25 minutes or less. Their weekly menu of 40 mouth-watering recipes will keep your taste buds on their toes, and it's easy to round out orders with snacks, sides, desserts, and more from the HelloFresh market. Folks, sign up today. Save 50% plus free shipping with code CARRY at HelloFresh.com slash CARRY. Find a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. Eric Wolf is the founder and executive director of the World Food Travel Association, the world's oldest and largest organization dedicated to food and beverage tourism. This Tuesday, April 18th, is World Food Travel Day, so we thought we'd connect with Eric for a chat on food tourism. So off to Spain we go to connect with him on our video link. All right, Eric, nice to have you on the show with us. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Thanks, Robert. Hi, Mary. It's great to be here. Well, great, great to, to see you as well. I love we're pushing new technology. We've done this a few times today now. All right, so we know firsthand that many travelers, they design their specific trips to destinations around the food experiences that they're going to encounter. Mary and I have always believed that food and travel go hand in hand. It's probably part of the reason our marriage has been so successful. <laughs> it's all about the uh, food. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I'd like to hear really about some ways that your organization, you know, helps support the travel industry. Well, 20 years ago, I founded our organization. Uh, I realized that food and beverage were one thing that all visitors do when they travel. And I wrote a white paper about this. And lo and behold, 20 years later, it's still going strong. So destinations all around the world are realizing that food and beverage are the really the one thing that all travelers have in common. So some of the ways that we help our industry, we are an educational institution by registration with the IRS, and that's our, our bread and butter is the educational programs that we do. But we also do research, we do destination strategies, and gosh, a whole lot more. But we also do events, and I know we're going to be talking about one of our very special events later in the segment. So let's talk a little bit about, before we get to that culinary or food tourism, um, we get these questions a lot from listeners. I think some people think that it has to be about gourmet or Michelin star restaurants, and that's completely fine. It certainly can be. But, you know, for some, and I'm thinking of an example of a street we did a whole street food tour in Palermo, Sicily, Robert and I, a few yeah, years ago. It was not expensive. It had some hidden gems. I could have done without the spleen. And it was a yeah, great experience. Yeah, yeah. I liked the spleen yeah, on the street. But yeah. anyway, it takes many shapes and forms, don't you think? It definitely does. But I do think that the perception that food tourism, culinary tourism, gastronomy tourism, whatever you call it, it really depends on the country you're from. Whatever you want to call it, uh, one of the biggest misperceptions is that it is really high-end gourmet, Michelin stars, that whole bit. And that's really not the case. We've done research here in our association, and our research has proven that people's preferences for gourmet experiences and products is way down the list. We have something called psychoculinary profiling. I know it sounds fancy and, and scientific and maybe a little science fiction-y, but it really just goes to explain how people have different preferences when they purchase food or beverage products and experiences. And gourmet is one of the choices that they can have when, in the research we do, and it's eight out of 13. It's consistently at the bottom of the list, and we've even done economic impact assessments, and gourmet spending is always at the bottom. So it's really about the authentic, the innovative, the um, interesting, you know, the local experiences, the local people, the local mm -hmm. storytellers. 
In fact, the local people, the people are as important part of the whole story and equation as is the food and drink. Well, yeah, I would I, agree with that 100%. Again, just the, and, yeah. and the way people relate and connect over food yeah. is very important. All right, so here we are. It is Saturday, this Tuesday, April 18th. It is World Food Travel Day. I want to know, Eric, any plans for celebration yourself? And more importantly, you know, since we do have a large number of people listening around the U.S. right now, what are some ways that you encourage them to get out there and to celebrate World Food Travel Day? Well, World Food Travel Day is a date that we created. It takes place every year on April 18, and we first started it about six years ago. And we did it because we felt that people needed a day to celebrate the fact that we do travel for food and drink and to experience other culinary cultures. So this year, I'll be experiencing it in Spain. I've been in Greece before for this. I've been in Portland before for this. And it, it really just depends where I am and, and what, what's going on locally. But we've really kind of built a cult following around it. It's really quite exciting. So we now get over a million hits each year and people use the World Food Travel Day hashtag. And that's, that's all they need to do. They can tag us on social media if they want, but we'll still find it with the hashtag. And we ask people to share favorite food and beverage travel memories. And this year, we're introducing a theme, and the theme is, what do you think is your the most undiscovered food destination? So we're asking people where hmm. they've been that they think is really undiscovered. If right. I asked you that, would you have one? Oh, there's a lot. Um, what comes to mind, I think, places like Scotland and Sweden. Uh, we do a lot of work with Saudi Arabia, and the food scene there is absolutely fascinating. Well, People would never expect You gave three, and we'll see what everybody else has to say on that. Well, Eric, this goes by quickly. Fun. So thanks for setting the table a little bit for us today for World Food Travel Day. We appreciate you joining us today. Hope you have a nice rest of the weekend, okay? Thanks so much for the opportunity to be here. All right, take care. Thanks, Eric. All right. Well, Mary, there we go. We have uh, three times today we've used the video link. That worked out really well. It all works. World Food Travel Day, folks, as you just heard, Eric, makes me think about that uh, paella, Mary, and uh, sangria that we had there in Barcelona back in November. So. Best paella, best it view. <laughs> Not expensive either. Uh, folks, until we're back with you live next Saturday, April 22nd, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, that's a wrap for Hour 2 in today's edition of America's number one travel radio show. Special thanks to all of our guests who appear on the show today with Mary and me and Rudy. Thanks to our show team, network affiliates, and our sponsors. And thanks to all all of you out there who help make what we do America's number one travel radio show. Wherever you may be headed, safe travels and enjoy. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.